What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast, and it's going to be tough getting through this one. Yankees get swept in Oakland, that dump of a stadium, horrible sounds, horns, drums, just, it, it was really, really poor performance overall by them. A couple of bright spots, and we'll get to that, but... Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and get into it. And we've got today the Mario 5. Stay tuned. All right, we are back. And like I said, this is going to be a tough one. I really do not even want to talk about this series. It was terrible. I think the only bright spot was Glaber Torres hitting two home runs last night, and he's just showing that he is a remarkable player and just getting better and better. But we'll run through it anyway. Okay, so game one starts off looking good. Gary Sanchez hits a home run first inning. Yankees up one nothing. It's like, all right, this is the great start. But that was it. That was pretty much it. Um... It's just like this series overall, Yankees very lackluster. Um, unfortunate to see Domingo Herman not pitching very well in game one. Uh, you know, as the Yankee ace right now, it's, you know, he's going to get those games. I actually thought they were going to come out and announce the next day that he was going on IL, especially the way he slipped on the mound. If you saw that, it took a kind of a weird step, and uh, it was a little scary there for a minute. I was like, oh, no, here we go. Here we go again, but luckily not. Hopefully, he's not playing through anything. Hopefully, it's nothing bothering him, and it was just an off game in the horrible Oakland Coliseum. But a few things went wrong. Um, You know, obviously, Yankees, every one of these games, they started off down. They were down by three runs within three innings. You just can't do that. You know, having to always come back is not going to happen. So, you know, and you can't always say, all right, offense, you got to bail me out on this one. Uh, Still think they should have had a little bit more fight to them. Gave a little bit more run support. But what are you going to do? The whole team's slumping. Uh, A's are a good team, too. That's the other thing. Oakland has a good team. So, you know, Herman, the big, uh, I felt like the big turning point in that game was Maben uh, with the error in left field. He can't handle the ball. Um, not that that was going to really be the difference maker, but it kind of just pushed things over the edge in that game. And if you were watching that, Maben ended up on third. And who was pitching for the A's? Was it, was it the guy Fears? I can't remember. But he went to the full windup with Maben on third. And I really felt that Maben, who he's pretty fast. He's, he's fast. I don't know exactly his speed. But I was like, what if he tried to steal home? That would have been awesome if he did that. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody steal home since, oh, man. I think when, who was it? I think Ellsbury, when he was on Boston, stole off of Mariano Rivera, uh, right? Or was it Andy Pettit? I can't remember, but either way, that was the last time I saw anybody steal home, I think. 
But overall, that game won not good. So you, you come away with that and you're like, all right, only one game. They can come back from this. But you know what? Game two, nothing until late. Late in the game, they show a little bit of fight and, you know, coming back on this one. But, you know, they started off in the hole again, 4-1. to uh, J-Hap just not looking good at all. Um, only bright spot in that game was Mike Ford had a really good offensive game. Um, you know, he, Mike Ford, I, I, I like Mike Ford a lot. Um, he is filling in decent for Luke Voigt. Um, you know, obviously Luke Voigt gives you a little bit more, but Mike Ford, not bad, not bad as the quote, next man up. Other things in this, uh, watching this game made me think, you know, you've got Aaron Judge batting second, and not that I'm giving up on Aaron Judge, but the guy's average has been slipping and slipping and slipping, and it could be due to the injury that he had earlier, you know, when he came back from that, or when he was coming back from that, people said, that's the type of injury you're going to feel for the rest of the season. He's not going to be 100% till next year. And, okay, I get that. But why not change the order around? I, I don't understand by just having the blind faith in Judge at second. And, you know, I, I do like the Yankees and Aaron Boone, whoever's making the lineup. I do like their faith in him and keeping him and saying, this is it, we're going to be consistent with this. But you got to hit a point where you say, let's shake things up. Let's move. I think it was, uh, I got to ask my brother because he knows this. Was it, was it Joe Torre put names in the hat? I think I talked about this once and made a lineup like that. I can't remember who, if it was him or somebody else, but not that the Yankees have to go to that extreme. But I think if you have these analytics guys making all these decisions based on analytics you have to switch the order to put what they say your best hitters in the front of the lineup. And you've got Glaber Torres batting seventh consistently. Now, if you're going by this analytics route, what you need to be doing in the top of that order is DJ, Gio, Glaber Torres, and Mike Talkman. Look at that. They, you know, they showed a stat yesterday. Best averages since the All-Star break. And one and two were Gio and Talkman. Gio's hitting 400. Talkman was like at 379 when they showed that stat. That alone makes you, and I know some people are like, what, what are you crazy? Mike Talkman's top of the owner. But go buy your analytics. If he's hitting that well, put him up there. I, I bet you Judge, since he's been back, I, I don't know. I'd have to say he's got to be hitting low 200 if not below 200. You know, if you're going by this, you got to just go by it. Don't, don't, you know, half-ass it and do a couple of things and keep judge. Do DJ first, because I like him in that number one spot. Go, let's see, who do I want to put up there? Glaber. I would go Glaber second, Geo third, and, you know, get crazy. Mike Talkman fourth. You know, stack your lineup at the top with those guys. 
get them on base. They are the ones who are being most consistent in this lineup. All right. Sounds a little crazy on paper, but try it. Try it out. You know, what have you got to lose? Don't stick with this same formula. But the other end of that is that nobody really was doing anything on the offense uh, besides a few guys. Like, Gio was actually a little consistent, although he did strike out four times the other game. But I don't know. Maybe it was just Oakland. <laughs> that place with the, with the noise, with the drums and the horns and... That's got to be new, because I was at the, I saw a Yankee game a couple of years back. I don't know now. It has to be, what, four years maybe? And I don't recall that being like that. That's just, that, that was just outrageous. I, I think that's got to be a new thing. But wow, that was even annoying watching on TV. I can't even imagine being there in person and not going crazy on it. You know, game three, Tanaka... Didn't look good, didn't have it. You know, quickly, the Yankees are, you know, are, are losing in that game. Tanaka loading the bases, had a couple of tough plays. They brought the infield in early. Just ugly, ugly game, lackluster. Yankees not really putting up any fight in this game, except for Glaber. So that's good. I don't even want to get into it anymore. I, we got to get to the Mario 5. And also talk about the Phil Hughes challenge, which we did yesterday. But that wraps it up. And, you know, our new feature, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good of this series, let's see. What, who would I say? The good was Glaber Torres. I, I got to give him the good. Uh, really the only guy uh, who played really well. Like I said, besides, you know, Mike Ford had a, had a good game the other day. But I'd give it a Glaber. Two home runs. Guy just went to hit his 30th home run of the year. Really extraordinary. He's only 22. He's, he's really destined to be a superstar in this league. I, I see it. So move him in the lineup. The bad. Well, I would say the bad was the pitching. Yankees pitching just looked really bad, showing a lot of holes. And unfortunately, you know, we had that really bad Boston series where everybody, you know, right before the trade deadline where everybody thought Yankees would get a pitcher, and they didn't. And then they came back, but, you know, that wasn't against quality teams like this. You know, going from Cleveland to Oakland, playing these games, and they're good teams. And it is showing the holes in this Yankee rotation. And the ugly is just this series overall. Ugly. It was so ugly. I couldn't, that, that's all I thought about last night watching that game was, oh, this is so ugly. So that's it, guys. That is going to wrap up this recap of the Oakland series. Really, really disappointing. Uh, don't even want to talk about it any further. So what we're going to do, take a break, come back, do something positive, like talk about the Phil Hughes Challenge, and get into the Mario 5. Stay tuned. Hey guys, if you've been listening to this show, you know the drill about David Cohn's new book, Full Count. Go out and buy it. Okay, support David. He's awesome. Hope he's the next Yankees pitching coach. That would be even more awesome. All right, go out, support him, go buy it. Thanks, guys. All right, and we are back. And before we get to the Mario 5, have you heard about the Phil Hughes Challenge? So, if you haven't, 
Phil Hughes, ex-Yankee. He is not playing in MLB right now. Um, I asked him a question a while back about being retired, and he said, I'm not retired. So, not sure uh, if he is going to come back or... He was just playing around. I'm not sure. So <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, Phil Hughes, awesome, awesome Yankee. 2009 World Series champ with them. And if you don't follow, if you're on Twitter and you don't follow him, you got to follow him. He is great. He puts out a lot of great content. And one of them is the Phil Hughes Challenge, which is recording or taking a picture of yourself eating and this is going to sound crazy, peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I know, it's crazy. I did it yesterday. Um, if you don't follow us on Twitter, go to Twitter, or I posted it on our Facebook page, and it's on our Instagram page in three sections. And we did the Phil Hughes Challenge. And I got to say, I was very hesitant I am more a traditionalist in terms of food. I don't really like to taste different things. Sometimes I'll taste I'll taste a few different things, but overall I'm not that daring. And I was a little nervous about it, but it's really good. It's actually really good. And you the pickles, you would think that the pickles would be really overpowering in it, and you'd think it was a disgusting combination. But the peanut butter is actually more overpowering than the pickles and the pickles just give it like a nice crunch so you know you can have peanut butter and you can get a vegetable in it right <laughs> pickle pickles are cucumbers right they might even be better for you than regular cucumbers because of the um the vinegar in them you know vinegar is actually I, as far as i'm aware of i know apple cider vinegar is good for you um, so regular vinegar's got to be a little good for you in some way, right? And you're getting the vegetable of the cucumber. So really, guys, I know it sounds crazy, but try it. And go and do the Phil Hughes Challenge. It's pretty awesome. And if you're on Twitter, go and find it. Hashtag Phil Hughes Challenge. <clears throat> Excuse me. Phil Hughes Challenge. So now... Let's get into it. Let's see. Do we have to cover anything else? No. There's a few other topics, um, especially this West Coast trip. A lot of people saying if you are a real Yankee fan or not, uh, anybody who's on the East Coast, if they stayed up for the game. And it was it was a big dialogue on Twitter. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on on Twitter. Maybe it was just the Yankees were losing and people needed distractions. But <laughs> there was that going on. And there was also the hoodie, hoodie season, hoodie S-Z-N, and everyone changing their profile pictures to ones wearing a hoodie. Um, that was going on Yankees Twitter last night. We didn't change ours because it is our logo on there. Um, I thought about kind of trying to draw in, like, the symbol wearing a hoodie, <laughs> but I didn't do that. Was not going to bust out my Photoshop uh, skills to do that one, but... If it if the trend continues, maybe I would. Maybe I would. We're 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 not. It's not like we're above that or anything. So that was that was a lot of fun. People having a lot of fun. So let's get into it. Let us get into the Mario Five. 
And if you're first joining us and you're like, what the heck is the Mario 5? It is when our producer extraordinaire Mario gives me five words and I have to make relationships back to the Yankees somehow. Got to relate it back to the Yankees. And game based on the Kevin Bacon game, uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, where you had to connect Kevin Bacon to another actor or actress through movies. So that's the premise. Here we go. Mario, the first word, please. Okay. Brown. Brown. Well, first thing I thought about with this one is uh, Baker Mayfield. So, Baker Mayfield, Brown's quarterback, came out with a statement about the Giants saying, I can't believe the Giants went for Daniel Jones, who I guess he's having a pretty good preseason with the Giants, and I know preseason doesn't mean anything, but football season is coming, and we will see what happens with the Giants and, you know, and what's his, and the Browns. See what happens with the Browns. So a lot of people were, uh, you know, angry about Baker Mayfield saying, you know, who, who are you to all of a sudden start talking about the Giants? Um, but he's got that giant connection with Odell Beckham Jr., who's there now and who, you know, obviously played with the Giants. And that's going to be interesting to see. But, you know, the relationship I was going to make is, you know, obviously... Giants are a New York area team. I guess you should say New York, but they play in New Jersey. Can't figure out why they are not the New Jersey <laughs> Giants. I know. It's all about that uh, that NY and, and making more money off of that. But it's interesting how Giant and Jet fans are not completely tied to Yankees and Mets. Um, a little bit, but... I, you know, a lot of people used to say that like, if you were a Giant fan, you were definitely a Yankee fan. And if you are a Jets fan, you're more a Mets fan. Uh, not true. Not true. I was actually talking to my buddy, Mailer, on the phone yesterday. And he's a Jets fan, and he, but he's a Yankee fan. And we were actually talking about a really funny story. How he, he asked me, he goes, do you remember the playoff game where we, um, I, I remember sitting with him. Lots of playoff games out in the right field bleachers where we would always get tickets for playoff games. And he's <laughs> so funny story. I don't actually remember this. I kind of do, but I'm not sure if I'm thinking of it because he just told me the story yesterday. But he had to go to the bathroom and he said that he needed privacy and Yankee Stadium bathrooms have pretty much in the back in the old, this is the old stadium, had no privacy. And he goes in there. He's really got to go. And he's like, I can't do it. <laughs> he comes back to the seat and he says, I, I got to go home. I'll be back. And I was like, uh, he says, he says to me, he told me that I was like, are you crazy? Dude? <laughs> are you crazy. And at that time, pretty sure he was living on um, 80. He was like on 87th or 84th. Somewhere in that range on like 3rd Avenue. So that's not an easy trek back. And he said that he went back to his apartment, <laughs> went to the bathroom, and came back. And he said he made it back by like the seventh inning. And 
Oh man, I, I kind of can remember it now, but like I said, maybe maybe I'm just formulating that and making it up in my head. But oh man, that is that is funny. But there you go, there we go with Brown. <laughs> I could have made the connection that way as well, but oh man. All right, Mario, the next word, please. Car, car. Oh, what? Well, well, car. It's not C A R R like the Raiders quarterback. Um, but Mario is a Raiders fan. Um, and you know, I, somebody posted on Twitter, who would you like to have a catch with on the Raiders? And for some reason I was reading this and I got a picture of Lester Hayes because my brother was the biggest Lester Hayes fan. And if you, if you remember Lester Hayes from back in the day, it was like what eighties, right? Had to be like, uh, early eighties. Um, and I was, I, I, I liked a lot of football teams. Baseball is the only team where I'm like, it's the Yankees and that's it. All the other sports, I'm kind of like, I, I root for a lot of teams. <laughs> but Raiders were one of those teams that I liked as a kid. And I was a big Raider fan when they won the Super Bowl in, what was it, 84? With Jim Plunkett. Uh, who else was on that team? Um, they had a great defense. Uh, who are the wide receivers on there? Um, was it Branch? Did they have, um, was that his name? Branch? Mario? You see, Mario doesn't even remember Lester Hayes. I sent him a picture of Lester Hayes yesterday, and he <laughs> said he had to Google it. And then I claimed that I was the bigger Raider fan than Mario, <laughs> but that's not true. But fun, I thought it was funny. It was pretty funny. But look up Lester Hayes. He is... Um, he was an amazing quarterback, and he used to have Stickum all over himself when Stickum was legal in the league. And he used to, I swear, he used to catch a ball with one hand because of all that Stickum. Incredible, incredible. But Carr, what's his first name, Carr? Uh, quarterback for the Raiders. And so Carr, Raiders, Lester Hayes, and I don't know. I drew the comparison back to my brother. Um, but... 80s, Yankees back in the 80s were uh, not very good, except for 81. 81, they played the Dodgers in the World Series and lost. Dave Winfield on the team. And Reggie was on that team, too. I recently spoke about this, which I forgot Reggie was on that 81 team. I guess he went to Anaheim next year, uh, who were at the time the California Angels. Um, so I don't know. Carr, Raiders... I think Al Davis, Al Davis was friends with George Steinbrenner, I think, right? Right? Al Davis, oh man, he was the best. What was his, what was his tagline? Just win, baby, right? <laughs> I don't know if he had the baby in there, but just win. Oh, so I don't know where I'm going with this. Carr, Lester Hayes, we're on Twitter, and then all that Twitter stuff yesterday on, um, on the Yankees. Can we go that way? Let's see. I don't know, that was a really long, convoluted story. But at least we got Lester Hayes in there. <laughs> How else can we go with this car? I've done the Yankee bullpen car <clears throat> from back in the day. Uh, I've done that too many times. So I want to do something different. Car. Well, you're not even sure car's playing, right? Uh, you know, car, um, or, or what's his name from the Bills? Nate Peterman is on the Raiders now. And uh, I saw him post, I think our friends at uh, Jocks at Jersey 
the Jersey Jocks had a good post about Nathan Peterman um, doing well, and we, were, you know, I, I wrote in saying he's MVP, and <laughs> Buffalo fans are going to be angry. Um, could go that way. Nate Peterman played for Buffalo. Buffalo is the actual only real New York team left in the NFL, and um, I still can't believe there are Buffalo people who live in Buffalo who root for the Red Sox. There's a big contingent of them. I know some people, and it's it's almost like you're you're basically a traitor to New York, right? <laughs> oh, I guess that's the way we're going to go with it. That was very convoluted, off on lots of tangents. But hey, that's, that's the Mario 5. All right, Mario. The next word, 40. 40. Well, I was thinking about 40 actually this morning because Glaber Torres hit his 30th home run and he could have 40 home runs. That would be phenomenal. Guy is just really tearing it up. And know who's, know who's tearing it up who already has like 40, does he have 41? Uh, uh, Bellinger on um, the Dodgers. And the Yankees play the Dodgers this weekend. It is players weekend. And going to have those white, they got the white uniforms and then the black uniforms they're playing with. And they look pretty cool from what I've seen. And the hats, I think the hats are black on black, which is a cool look. I've, I've kind of always used to be like a little bit of not loving that. But then all of a sudden I was like, no, that is really cool, the black on black. So MLB, trying to make some more money with some more merchandise. And, you know, we didn't get into the, um, uh, the, the nicknames, did we? Or did I? I can't remember. I know I wanted to talk about it, but um, there's a couple of good nicknames out there for the Yankees and a couple of, um, like J-Hap, I'm a little angry with J-Hap, but his is J-Dot-A-Dot. Dot. I guess that's a big thing of him telling reporters how to spell his name back in the day when when he was up and coming. Um, but I don't even want to talk about J-Hap. The guy is oof, uh, uh, horrendous, horrendous. This Yankee pitching is back to horrendous status. Oh, man, got to hope that Severino comes back and can provide them with at least like four innings uh, and come back well. So, oh, I don't know. Well, there's my 40. A little bit of a tangent there, but Glaber Torres, 40 home runs this year would be fantastic. And he's got a real good shot of it, you know, with more than a month left to play. All right, Mario, let's get to the next word. Ice. Ice. Well, with the Phil Hughes challenge that we did, I was thinking of that um, ice bucket challenge. And, you know, when I did that Phil Hughes uh, challenge, uh, there's a guy on Twitter, Frankie's Too Loud, really funny guy. Oh, my goodness. He's like king of the the GIFs or GIFs, GIFs. Still don't know exactly how to say that, right? But, oh, man, he that dude is great. He, he put, um, he put, like, he, he, like, instantly will take people's Twitter picture profile and then put it into a GIF, GIF, whatever you want to call it. Um, that guy really is king of the GIFs, GIFs. Um, but where was I going with He was the only one that I saw do a video of the Phil Hughes Challenge. And then after I posted mine, I saw a lot of people with videos. So I gave him credit for the first one. And in my book, he's the, he's the first one who did a video. Um, so... It made me think of the ice bucket challenge because before I saw Frankie's, all I saw were pictures, people doing pictures, and I'm like, "That well, that's not, that's not true. Yeah, that's not real. 
You can't just put a picture of a peanut butter and pickle sandwich and say, I ate it, right? Had to do the video. So that is what I was thinking about. And, you know, it's an easy connection. Ice, Phil Hughes challenge, Phil Hughes, who in the video, I showed my picture of, you know, Steiner Sports, when I bought my Yankee seats, gave a little bonus. And I remember my buddy who bought them at the same time, he got... He got an autographed picture of, oh man, who was it? I can't remember who he got, but I got Phil Hughes. And it's Phil Hughes in his first start with the Yankees. And there's the certification and all that. And I was like, I was pretty stoked because I forgot that. And I found that picture yesterday to use as a prop in the challenge. And um, I thought it was awesome that I was like, wow, this is from his first start. So, I don't know, that was big to me, really big to me. And when we get the studio really set up, I'm going to put my autographed, certified picture of Phil Hughes up on the wall. All right, Mario, the last word, the last word of the week. Let's have it. Screen. Screen. Oof. This is a tough one. Oh, well, you know what made me think of is the screen's that they want to put up at all the stadiums for safety. And I remember the Yan Yankees finally got them up, but they were really late to it. And a lot of people at the time were like, what are the Yankees doing? And they want to put up screens in every stadium. And I think there's still a couple that don't have them because uh, I think a little girl had gotten hit by a ball last year and with like serious, serious injury to her face. And she ended up being fine, which is great. But... It's scary stuff back there. If you're not completely watching, and you got to be behind home plate and down first base, third base side, because balls come screaming through there. So it's good to see MLB taking action, makes fans safer. And I know some people were like, oh, it's going to be a distraction, etc. Um, but it's safety. And I haven't sat in a stadium behind one of those yet. I have sat behind home plate back in the day at Yankee Stadium. I actually had really good seats one time. Like I was like first row behind home plate. And I think I think someone gave me the tickets and they were Rick Sarone's tickets, who Rick Sarone, catcher from the 80s, if you don't know him. I think he actually works in the Yankees front office now, but oh man, he was he was great, Rick Sarone. He was like he was like the pretty boy. I remember I had a friend whose sister loved Rick Sarone. Thought he was like the the, the greatest. <laughs> oh boy, but Good to see screen MLB putting those up for safety for everybody. All right, guys, that is it. We did it. Another successful Mario 5. So Yankees going in to play the Dodgers, Dodger Stadium, L.A., kind of a big deal, this thing. We'll see if there's any celebrities there, etc. And I haven't seen a game at Dodger Stadium, but I'd like to. They've got those yellow seats there, uh, which are really interesting. But... Dodgers, great team this year. Gotta hope that the Yankees can come back, get off this losing streak, four-game losing streak they're on right now, and play the Dodgers really well. I think we got Paxton starting tonight. Need a big Paxton performance tonight. Um, hopefully he comes through. Really, really. You know, he's been pitching pretty well lately, but... Got to have this, have like real big consistency from him going heading into the playoffs to have any sort of faith in this starting pitching rotation. So, and then I don't know, are they going to go with an opener? 
Uh, I know Chad Green pitched the other night, but he might be able to um, do the two innings that he does and go to Cortez. Um, you know, Cortez has been up and down. I'm, I'm thinking he's still in. Still, he, he's still up. I'm sure they'll make a move if they're going to do that. And then who would be the other pitcher? CeCe? I guess CeCe would be the other pitcher. All right, guys, that is it. Hope you get to watch this series. Uh, you know, as we say every time, hoping for a Yankees sweep and really, really need this. Gotta start playing well against these teams. So that's it, guys. Have a great weekend. Watch the games and let's go Yankees.